0: Welcome to the Becoming More Significant podcast, and this is all about helping you to become more visible, more credible, and ultimately more profitable by becoming more significant. And you have a smorgasbord of offerings to tap into, so over 50 wonderful podcast conversations with incredibly inspiring guests each of whom are being truly significant in the world and they're sharing wisdom and insights that helps them to continually have an ongoing impact in the world by being ever more significant. Then I have 10 wisdom and insights episodes where I have captured the golden nuggets from those conversations. And in each Wisdom and Insights episode, I share from either five or six episodes, the key learnings, the insights, and the practical actions that we can all take right now to become more significant in the world. And then my third offering is some snapshots of the learning that I have been doing over the last few years. I am a learning junkie. I'm constantly keyed into audiobooks, to podcasts, to TED Talks, to online courses, to mentoring and I'm learning so much all the time that I'm sharing with my clients And so i want to do that through the podcast platform as well so i will be putting together very short probably 15 20 minute sessions on key learnings and again key actions that can help us all to become more focused tap into more of our potential and make a real and lasting difference in the world so lots to choose from and thank you so many of you for supporting the podcast over the last couple of years. It's been great to have you on board and long me, you continue to tap into the wisdom and gems of the Becoming More Significant podcast. Wherever you are today, I hope you're shining brightly. Have a great day. Welcome to the first wisdom and insights session and today I'm going to be reviewing my last four guests the conversations that we had and you know it's been absolutely delightful listening back to these inspiring conversations and gaining fresh insights from the learning that I got first time around. And in case you're wondering why I'm not reviewing Episode One, it's because that was an introduction to the whole concept of becoming more significant. And I was explaining that when we focus on becoming more significant and making a real and lasting difference to to the people that we interact with in our life, our sense of purpose and fulfillment is greatly enhanced. And I've got to say that one thing all my podcast guests have in common is making a difference. They're really clear on their vision, their raison d'etre, and how it guides them through to achieving their desires in life, whatever that may be. I ask them the key question, how are you being significant in the world? In other words, what difference are you making? And the intention behind this podcast is to inspire the listeners to focus on becoming more significant in the world and to enable and empower them to live a life of more purpose and impact. So episode two was Dan Keeley and it's entitled, Are You OK? It's Good to Talk. And Dan is one of the UK's leading mental health activists and keynote speakers. He's also the founder and mission director of hashtag Are We okay UK, The social enterprise on a mission to empower the UK to speak up when we're suffering. Dan suffers from bipolar and after months of pushing himself to the limit, and a flood of new ideas keeping him working long hours and the resulting dopamine and adrenaline rushes, he literally came crashing back down to earth. Dan got out of his car on a major road in Italy and stopped the traffic. He believed that he was the chosen one to save the world. Paradoxically, he wanted people to slow down and follow their hearts, something that he hadn't been able to do himself for several months. What ensued was a very dark time, much of the time in psychiatric wards and sometimes almost suicidal depression. Dan says the love and care of his family and friends had a massive impact on his recovery as did starting to live life intentionally. He stripped back everything in his life, simplifying, decluttering, becoming minimalist, and prioritizing his health and well-being. His relationships really helped him through and gradually he regained his health and vitality. Whilst we may never experience the challenges of bipolar, Most of us have experienced periods of time when we are really stretched, working all the hours God sends and neglecting our own physical, mental and spiritual needs. Many clients I work with have either been through burnout or feel they're on the edge of it and never want to arrive at that destination again. And you know, when we're under pressure, We most often put ourselves on the back burner, feeling we just don't have time for self-care and we must just get our head down and push through. And yet, when we do take time for ourselves to exercise, to eat nutritious food, to meditate, we have so much more energy and creativity to bring to work and to life. And we're much more effective and productive. Introducing a self care routine into your life that is as essential as brushing your teeth will bring a whole new sense of well being and massively boost your self esteem. You're subconsciously saying, I matter enough to invest in myself. Dan started speaking out about his mental illness and found that people weren't critical they were genuinely interested and empathetic. And by doing so, he opened the channels for others to also speak up. To highlight his experience and that it's good to talk about mental illness, Dan decided to return to Italy where his episode took place and to run from the Colosseum in Rome to the London Eye, a mere 1,250 miles. He raised over £15,000 for the campaign against living miserably and he's now empowering thousands of others to speak up about their own personal battles. When I asked him how that felt, he said he felt like a paintbrush in a living oil painting, leaving an indelible mark throughout his journey. He harnessed the tough times and the lessons he'd learned to share his message on a massive scale. The experience was life affirming for Dan and the start of a whole new purposeful chapter of his life. We learn so much more from our challenges and failures than we do from our successes. And it's so important to share those lessons with our community and the world at large. We not only embed the learning from that experience in our own neural pathways, We also inspire others to stretch out of their comfort zone and to rise to the challenges that life throws at us all. Dan encourages Saul to be at ease with vulnerability in ourselves and others and to embrace deep, meaningful conversations about the things that matter most rather than shrinking behind a carefully polished facade. He shared a wonderful quote that has been used by Winston Churchill and Viktor Frankl. When suffering finds meaning, it ceases to be suffering. Dan shared his five light bulb moments or the key indicators that that he always refers to. Health, relationships, passion, growth and service. Just great benchmarks to, to measure how you're doing in business and life. Finally, he encourages us all to have conversations that go deeper, to be truly present for the people we are with. And instead of just asking, how are you? Ask a much better question. How are you today? Episode three was the fabulous Amy Rowlandson. Have a purpose, have a plan. Focus on Why. And many of you will have heard her inspiring podcast, Focus on Why. And I have been fortunate enough to tap into her wisdom and expertise as a brilliant mentor on my journey to my podcast launch and beyond. I asked Amy when she started giving back to the community around her and it appears she's been serving others most of her life. At just 16 years old, she was taking visually impaired teenagers out to row on a fast-flowing river and directing them to row in sync, even though they couldn't see what they were doing. She talks about their joy as the boat glided along and how uplifted they all felt afterwards. Amy also volunteered at a special needs school when she was young, And later threw herself into breathing life into the local cricket club and made such a difference that she won a cricket Oscar, which was presented by Michael Vaughan at Lord's Cricket Club. Wow. She volunteered in the 2012 Olympic Games and not only became a games maker, she actually trained and led a team every day. Amy never does things by halves. As soon as she learns something new, she teaches it and further embeds the learning in her own brain. She loves seeing transformation in herself, her clients, and even her home, where she project managed and was very hands on in turning a two bedroom bungalow into the six bedroom family home they now love. Amy's philosophy in life is if a job's worth doing, it's worth doing well. And she lives by this principle every day. She bounces out of bed every morning, just like Tigger, full of the joys of life and anticipation of the day and the opportunities ahead. As one of our basic needs is self-actualization. Amy is certainly satisfying this with her constant evolution and growth. She plays out full out wherever she is and brings wonderful energy, wisdom and enthusiasm to everyone she interacts with. One of her purposes in life is to enable others to become more significant by becoming more visible and following a pathway that fills them with joy. She is a real action taker and sets deadlines for decisions to keep moving forward at pace. She works with her own coaches and mentors for her own business and life and admits she barely recognises herself as she has transformed so much in recent years. This is the power of constantly investing in your greatest asset, which is, of course, you. The more you put in, the more will come out as you step up to be an empowered, confident and impactful version of yourself. And as your self-esteem, wisdom and expertise continue to expand, you exude a magnetic energy of someone who's living life on purpose and people will be drawn to you and want to know how you shine so brightly. Episode four was with the exceptional Russell Dalgleish and called Connecting the World. Russell is a serial Scottish entrepreneur, holds multiple non-exec and board advisory roles and is regularly named in the list of the 100 most influential British entrepreneurs. He talks about being promoted into roles where you're out of flow, doing work that you can do well enough, but it doesn't inspire you or fill you with a sense of purpose. With many senior positions under his belt, Russell always gravitates back to his natural love and abilities, working with small companies and entrepreneurs to enable them to achieve the success they deserve and desire. He talks about his love of intergenerational mentoring and tells wonderful stories of the reverse mentoring he has received by working with some of the young entrepreneurs who not only have a can-do attitude, they also act on the principle of, we can do it now. He tells a wonderful story of running events with one such young entrepreneur, including an event attended by Elon Musk in Hong Kong. On the second lap of their return journey to Edinburgh, They weren't tired, they were wide awake, talking all the way, and they came up with a great business offering. They built a website, created a contact list on LinkedIn, and actually emailed several prospects, inviting them to a meeting to discuss their offering in the following week. All of this was done whilst in the air. What a brilliant use of time. I also have experienced the benefits of working with the younger generation. One of my daughters who's incredibly creative and has produced amazing artwork has been doing branding, logo, promo trailers and much more for the podcast, my website and my social media platforms. As soon as she comes up with an idea she just makes it happen and that energy of speed is contagious and keeps me motoring forwards every single day. My other daughter's just done a website audit on SylviaBaldock.com and come up with some very useful stats and several great ideas to increase its impact. Russell talks about the positive mindset, and if you want to make things happen, believe you can and take action now. He talks about trying to brainstorm an idea with a colleague on a grey day in Edinburgh. Nothing was forthcoming. So they decided to revisit on another day. They were then involved in a conference in Abu Dhabi and had access to the Sheikh's palace where they could buy a gold bar from a vending machine. The opulence of the venue and the energy of possibility fired up their creative brains. And it was a very productive session where they explored their idea and came up with a bold plan of action. I'm a great believer in being in the right energy. And one of the things that really works for me is the clear desk policy. I only have on my desk what I'm working on at the time, plus the essential Mac, phone, pen and paper, but no clutter. My study is also minimalist, so it feels professional. I'm not distracted by piles of paper or files. However, it's not stark. I do have incense and a candle which I light every morning and I often have flowers in the room. When I'm creating, I have inspiring and uplifting music playing and it's a haven that I look forward to getting into every morning. Some time ago, I read an article about a white blind woman who works in an open plan office. So she can't see the desks around her, but when they get cluttered, her energy, and her productivity are massively impacted. Russell's interview finished with some great reflections. He said, ask yourself, am I doing the things that are right for me? Do they satisfy my why, my purpose in life? Also, it's important to fail. If you never fail, you are not stretching enough, you are playing it too safe. Finally, look to the future. 2021 will have a very different ending to 2020. Be willing and ready to adapt to all the changes that are coming and build a network of great contacts out with your area of expertise as they will be able to support and advise you as you evolve and grow. The final episode I want to share today is episode five, Barnaby Winter, turning experience into significance. And Barnaby is a brand creation expert with 557 brands to his name. And after a fast track career, he became the youngest ever MD in the UK of a top UK 200 fully integrated advertising agency in London. He's a published author, a professional speaker, having spoken globally to over 17,000 businesses, and he's also a mentor and marketing practitioner. He talked about his disappointment with how your significance is often removed from you in the education system, where lots of spontaneity is being snuffed out. He asks, how do we make the system more abundant for those involved rather than sticking to what we've been told we should do. He says, you're not encouraged to be what you're good at. You're told to follow the rules. No one really asks, where can you make the difference? He says, education is designed to create factory workers who just do what they're told in the same way every day. I remember creative art classes where the teacher would demonstrate how to do something new, and then you had the chance to try it out. If you tried to do it in a more innovative way, you were told off and instructed to do it the way you were told. We heard this message so many times in our formative years that we sometimes left school thinking that perhaps being creative was wrong. And in the words of Pablo Picasso, we're all born artists. The challenge is to remain an artist while you're growing up. I'm sure there are many teachers out there now who do encourage creativity and welcome innovation, but certainly in my era, we were expected to do things the way they were always done and doing things differently was very much frowned upon. So it's hardly surprising that 83% of workers globally are not playing to their strengths at work. Their motivation and productivity is stifled by a lack of engagement no appreciation of their value and no scope to do the work they would truly excel in. Many of them are so used to doing the same old things day after day that they've totally lost sight of any inherent skills they may have or the hope that one day they will find a truly fulfilling role. And of course, we all have to do some of the tasks we don't enjoy or we're not particularly good at. But if we can minimise the tasks that take us out of flow and spend most of our days doing the work we are naturally talented in, we will be fired up and energised and that has an uplifting impact on the people around us. When you are in flow, you work at speed, you spot fresh opportunities, you birth new ideas, you solve problems and you consistently deliver at a high standard. You become the go-to expert in your field and people know they can trust you to deliver excellence every time. If you would like to find out how you can pinpoint your natural strengths and how you can engineer your life to spend more time doing the work you love and working in flow, please get in touch with me. You'll find the link in the show notes and Book an initial, no obligation, and free coaching session on Sylvia Baldock at Calendly.com or Calendly.com forward slash Sylvia Baldock. Barnaby is being truly significant in the way he works and lives. He transfers his considerable knowledge and expertise to the companies he works with and the individuals he mentors. And I'm fortunate enough to be one of them. And he's certainly made a big difference in my business and life. He encourages them to see business and life through his lens and to learn from his failures as well as his successes. He wants that to create a ripple effect of people passing on what they have learned from him. He encourages us to be a positive force in people's lives. And he certainly practices what he preaches with donating a considerable amount of time to pro bono work mentoring young entrepreneurs and startups to achieve their goals. He talks about setting a destination and doing at least one thing every day to move you towards that destination. That steady progression will spur you on to the next steps. He says, it's the movement in the journey that makes you come alive. So ask yourself every day, what one step can I take towards my goal? You will look back in a few months time and marvel at just how far you come. I really hope you've enjoyed those reflections. I always find when I revisit learnings, I learn so much more. And of course that further embeds those learnings in my neural pathways, which means I can access them in the future, which is incredibly valuable when I'm working with clients. If you would like to become more significant in your life right now, please book a free coaching call with me. It's calendly.com forward slash Sylvia Baldock. And let's together help you to become more significant in 2021 and beyond. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Becoming More Significant podcast. And I really hope that you've taken away some practical steps to take right now to help you unlock more of that hidden potential that we are all only scratching the surface of. If you would like to discuss how I might be able to support you in your journey into greater significance, please get in touch. It's calendly.com forward slash Sylvia Baldock for a no obligation free initial coaching call to find out how together we can make sure that the coming weeks and months are your most significant ever. Take care.